Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tonight, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, tonight at 9, 8 central on CBS. Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. <laughs> no, my watch is broken, too. With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. I stole all my lines. Look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 central on CBS. Bobby, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How much are the uh, the folks in Atlanta kicking themselves this morning over Luka Doncic? I mean, I think the signs were already there, but especially after yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, they certainly have a um, a, a really good player in Trey Young. I yep. think probably kicking people in Phoenix and Sacramento are probably kicking themselves a little more. Um, certainly Sacramento, um, you know, with with Marvin Bagley and the inability to stay on the, on the court, uh, you know, he hasn't been healthy at all. And, you know, I think DeAndre Ayton certainly has, you know, the upside to be a, a very good player. But, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, the, the crazy part was is that, like, Luka just didn't sneak up on people during the draft process. Like, like our guys at ESPN were all over him, you know, from the beginning. And it wasn't just, like, this guy that, you know, who had been playing in Spain and, like, you know, was – people there was question questions about but you know i mean he yeah i mean he's as good as, as as advertised and i mean that's the that's the beauty of the draft when you find a franchise level player right and he wasn't at the number one pick uh, and i said it yesterday like you can do a lot of fun things with that now right like that is a drawing card uh and they you know you win a game yesterday without Porzingis on the court and um, they'll have a ton of flexibility when we get to the summer of 2021, not, not this upcoming summer. But and you got a great coach in Rick Carlisle. So um, yeah, I mean that's that's the goal. I mean, there's like you know, it's like kind of finding like that. You remember that? You know, I guess it was uh, what Willy Wonka. You find that golden ticket in the in the in the candy bar, right? Like there's not that many of those around, and they they certainly found one. No doubt. So in terms of the the quality of the play of the NBA playoffs to this point. I thought some of the seeding games were really good. I thought some were kind of sleepy and really not worth the time, but I did have an expectation that these games would really ratchet up in the intensity when the actual playoffs began. I think that's what we've seen. Bobby, what, what have you seen? No, I agree. And I think, you know, people will probably point to some of these sweeps that we saw. I think some of it has to do with, um, and, 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 you know, when, when we get to playoffs, you know, you kind of, you, you know, if you're down 2-0 and, uh, if you were Philadelphia, you'd have that Sixers crowd to kind of rely on, maybe to kind of steal you a game. I think we were, we're you know, I don't think that would have happened in the, in the Toronto, uh, you know, Brooklyn series. Yeah, I think every game has been pretty, um, you know, pretty competitive. I think that Denver Utah series, um, you know, is a heck of a heck of a series here with two pretty evenly teams that got guys that are out. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been high level. Um, you know, it's 
you know, as I said, you know, after once we got through the first couple of weeks, summer camp was over. There was kind of be a little bit more of a distaste for um, for players. You saw that in um, Game Three of the Clipper um, the Clipper Dallas series here. So, yeah, I think you have to be pleased as far as where the league is is right now. I mean, if the Eastern Conference is setting up for, you know, certainly a um, you know we already got Boston, Toronto, and we're probably looking at Milwaukee, um, Milwaukee, Miami, which would be uh, you know a heck of a Final Four in the East. Bobby Marks, ESPN front office insider. He's with us on the Technicom hotline. Bobby, let me ask you about the draft. I was talking, of course, with the Hornets here, we're talking about the third overall pick coming up in October. Fans are really excited. They jumped up in the draft for the first time in 21 years. And and I'm talking on Friday about the James Wiseman's, uh, LaMelo Ball, Obi Toppin, who it might be. But more broadly, I was I was reading back on a Tom Haberstrow piece from last year where he, he kind of takes an analytical look at the draft in the last decade. And his conclusion is that despite all the the analytics and, and the predictive analysis and everything else, it looks like these front offices are actually having a more difficult time drafting at the, the beginning of the draft. Do you buy that? Do you, do you think that's true? I do. I do. I, and I asked the, um, a general manager even before the lottery started, I said, what's, what's the worst position to be in when, when, uh, you know, when, when you're picking in October and they said, number one, you know, you're almost kind of more content being in that three to four or five range there. I mean, yeah, of course, if, if Zion or John Morant were, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, some of these other, um, you know, these franchise level type players were at one and that's a little bit different, but I think, I think especially this year, there's no, as we know, there's no exact science to how the draft goes, right? It's so much different than how the NFL is, and the NFL is more about um, based on need. If there's, a, if you need a quarterback and he's there, you're going to take him or a lineman here. And, and the NBA is more about kind of best best available here. I don't know who the best available is right now because when you talk about Lamelo and uh, Anthony Edwards from Georgia and, and James Wiseman, um, they're pretty even. I mean, our guys would probably say Lamelo. Um, so you might see teams kind of shifting a little bit towards um, towards that neat base. Yeah, I mean James Wiseman might be the best available, and he might be even the you know he is a need in um, you know in, in Charlotte here. So um, yeah, or if you're at seven or eight, you know you might that guy three years from now might be better than what that than who's at one or two. So it's um, you got to rely on your scouting department. They're going to dig in deep as far as from the video, and sometimes guys that are you know that short bet. Um, in, instead of maybe hitting a home run, or is sometimes the safer way to go here. But yeah, there is no exact science when it comes to uh, comes to the draft. Who do you like? And, and I, I, let me say this: I I like Wiseman. To your point, I like him for a lot of reasons. Uh, I could be sold on Lamelo Ball, though I'm not crazy about him. And I I love Obi Toppin too. I don't think Edwards falls yeah. to three to the Hornets. Who who do you like in that group? I, I think Obi's different just because he's probably he's got the more body of work and he's, and he's the older, more experienced player here. So I kind I think you kind of know um, what you get. I think with um, you know the three guys that are projected to go up top, you know you're really going to you know there's such a limited body of work because of what happened this year. You know, especially with James in, at Memphis and Lamel was hurt and you know was playing uh, over in Australia and New Zealand there, um, and then you know with Anthony. As far as, you know, a really inconsistent year here, I, I like, you know, I, I do like point guards. I like big point guards, but then that, that runs into the story, right? You got Devontae, you got Terry. Are you going, um, are you going to go away from that? Or are you going to, or are you just going to kind of figure out how to make it work if he's, if he's staring at three there? So all three guys are, you know, are pretty even, um, you know, from, from how I look at it. Bobby, before I let you go, I was thinking about it this morning, and Kobe Bryant was supposed to have turned 42 years old yesterday. Uh, 
mm-hmm. I recall you mentioning a story. I don't know the details, but I, wasn't a young Bobby Marks one once upon a time sent to Lower Marion High School to go scout Kobe Bryant? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, you're no, you're right. I mean, it was my uh, it was right after I got hired in '96, and uh, you know, back then we didn't have a big scouting department at all. And um, she, we don't even know if we even had a scouting database here. And I had heard about him, and I think it was a Street and Smith magazine where they had all the high school prospects. And um, yeah, hopped on a train and asked Will Reed if I can go down and watch him. And sure, and I saw him play in a, in a state playoff game. He really. Uh, he was, you know, he was tremendous. Uh, you know, I, I played football in college, so I didn't have that much of a basketball background then. And um, uh, he really kind of, you know, uh, that's the first time I ever saw Kobe. And, you know, fast forward, I guess, five months later, you know, we brought him up to New Jersey and uh, had him for, I think, three or four workouts, uh, which was probably illegal back then. And um, <laughs> acted as his driver uh, and, and drove him around and kind of showed him kind of where players lived. And, um it was very different back then because you could have draft prospects work out against your own NBA players, and not like now. And um, you know, he really, he really you know, had his way. Uh, you know, in his workout, I think he went against Ed O'Bannon and, and Khalid Reeves, who were you know pretty good, pretty good NBA players. And um, yeah, so that was kind of my uh, baptism by fire with um, how I kind of got introduced to Kobe Bryant. Love it. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider with us on the Technicom hotline. Hey, I guess before I let you go, give me a quick uh, Bobby Marks uh, b- prediction here. Who, who's uh, who's winning the title? Well, shoot, my predictions can go out the window because I had Denver going to the NBA finals <laughs> before the season starts. So they might lose in five games. I'm actually writing them right now. And uh, I was not planning to write a Denver Nuggets offseason article here, but um, and if you ask me about the Clippers, I said, yeah, their depth is going to get them through, and now they're in a dogfight 2-2 here. So I think I like Toronto. I really do. We'll see what happens with Kyle's ankle here um, and, and where he is. But, I mean, that team is like all business, right? It's like punch in, punch out. We kind of know who we are. We've got a chip on our shoulder. Nobody is counting uh, counting on us right now. So I, I do like Toronto. I think if LeBron and AD at West can play like they did and um, – in game three, they are going to be a, 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 a you know a tough out here. Bobby, thank you, buddy. Have a great week. Enjoy the playoffs. I appreciate. It. Thank you. There you go, Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider and former VP and assistant GM of then the New Jersey Nets, uh, with us on the Technicom hotline. That guy's just a a wealth of knowledge, a a wealth of basketball wisdom. He's been around a long time.